This week on our Easy Point podcast, we discuss the concept of churning. Churning credit cards is something many people might not initially be comfortable with, but the rewards make it more than worthwhile. We discuss concepts such as minimum spending and how to make a plan for what's best for you. Thanks and enjoy our show this week. Jason, sure. how are you doing? Hey, I'm doing very well, Zach. How are you? Good. Not going to pretend like we're not doing two back-to-back. Uh, normally, I don't have a lot of background noise, but still at the Airbnb building. <laughs> so, can't hide that. Nice. Yeah. Nice. How's the, how's the, how's the sun, the sun rays doing over there? Increased slightly since the last podcast. I'm, I'm a fan. I'm definitely sweating a little bit in my t-shirt and pants, but for normal. Feels good, though. You're going to get a nice iced coffee or iced cold water after we're done, I'm sure. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> All right, cool. So what, what are we going to talk about? So I wanted to discuss today churning and more specifically, like kind of like making the case for, for churning for anyone who's listening that, you know, isn't getting at least three or four cards per quarter, you know, talking about the reasons to do so. And this was kind of spurred by a conversation I had at breakfast today where, you know, talking about kind of like the activation costs and like the mental and emotional energy in getting someone to like do something versus, you know, the way that maybe you or I like to think about it as like an hourly rate, where part of my, you know, consulting business and is, and the part of the marketing is, I think, getting people to understand that, you know, while it might sound like a, a big hassle to get many cards and, you know, change up auto pays and accounting, if you use specific systems to save time in that regard and are able to, you know, get three cards per quarter and, you know, maybe only spend 10, 11, 12 hours a year on it after kind of the initial setup, well, you know, you might be getting 10K worth of miles, 8K worth of miles and, you know, making hundreds and hundreds of dollars. You know, some of my best, you know, clients that haven't done this before and go all in, you know, on average, you know, get the best cards and get bonuses that are worth, you know, closer to a thousand per card. So, yeah, I think it's it's just something worth looking into more for, you know, I think there's a lot of people that like have the Chase Sapphire Reserve, maybe have a couple other credit cards, are generally like pretty savvy about what cards they use and, you know, try to get the best mileage redemptions, but are just leaving so much money on the table by not churning. And I, I want, this is kind of a PSA for, for those of you that fit that bill. Sure. Absolutely. Like exactly like you mentioned, it's, it's tough to start. It's like, you're a little bit nervous. You're a little bit hesitant, but if you can work out a system and it can be part of you and it doesn't have to take up a lot of space in your mind or time of your precious time, then absolutely it's, it's more appealing and it's, it's, it's more fun. <laughs> yeah. So have you ever tried to, you know, sing the gospel of, of churning to uh, friends and family? Yes, actually, believe it or not, uh, people, you know, some friends and people that I know are familiar with my knowledge of travel and credit cards, and they call me or meet me and chat and, and say, hey, you know, I wanted always to get into this, but uh, where do I start and what do I do and what about this and what about that? And I, I, I break it down to them and I, you know, I tell them what it's all about and I tell them to start slow. I tell them to, I tell them it's not for everyone, but it, parts of it are for most people. 
I, I always I'm a little cautious. Like I don't I don't first of all I don't gain by I don't really gain by having people sign up for cards. I'm more just trying to help them. So if someone's not responsible with their spending, it's not a good idea because you'll end up spending more on your cards than all, all the money you you made from churning the miles and the points. But I tell people to go slow. I tell people to sign up for one, two, three cards, see how it feels, get comfortable with it. And then a few months later, to if they want to go further and they're, they're cool with it, then to take more of a, you know aggressive approach. Yeah, and I, I think for people without experience, that's definitely the move to go. And what, when I am working with clients, I typically do that too, which is, you know, how many cards sounds, you know, overwhelming, what sounds reasonable and comfortable, and just exclusively doing the reasonable and comfortable thing uh, to start. So, yeah, I mean, you would have to, if you want to get into it on a serious level, you'll have to figure out how you're going to spend the money. So, before you sit down to sign up for cards, and I would just use the, the three-month, 90-day uh, window, because most cards, when you sign up, you have to meet the, the spending threshold in that time frame. Of course, there's, there are exceptions. But let's say you have 90 days to work with. How much money do you would you typically spend on all your cards in 90 days? So some people are, you know, they're single college students or just recently out of college, they don't have a lot of expenses. So they, they'll say, hey, I, I spend 1000 a month on my cards. So within three months, I, I only have a 3000 worth of spending. And some people are running businesses and they, they'll, they'll spend 10, 20, 30,000 each month. So you have to find where you fit into that picture. And when you, when you come up with the number, and let, I'll take a number of, let's say, 6000 $6,000 over three months. So someone's spending $2,000 on their cards uh, monthly. Just as a side point, some people don't use cards for everything when they could use cards for more things. So if you take a look at all your expenses and put as many expenses as possible on a credit card, let's just take the number 6000 So then, then I tell them, hey, so you have $6,000 to work with and you can sign up for two cards that both have a $3,000 minimum threshold and you're fine. You're comfortable. You don't have to go out of your way. If you want to spend more than that, if you want to sign up for more cards, then you have to sit down before you sign up for the card and tell yourself, how am I going to spend this money? So you have to have a plan. Now we talked on other episodes about ways to increase your spending, um, just sort of, you know, manufactured spending and things like that. That's really a whole nother topic. But you have to have a plan. So it's not responsible to, to sign up for cards. And then a week before your 90 days is up, you'll have all this money left to charge where you don't have somewhere to charge it. And then you're scrambling. And then it gets frustrating and become anxious and, and uh, maybe spend it on things you wouldn't have uh, needed or wanted. And that just defeats the whole purpose. Yeah, it's, it's it's definitely a balance. I would feel really terrible if I ever, you know, both, especially for like a friend friend or family or, you know, even a client that, you know, maybe thought that they could manage their spending, but then they have six more credit cards over the next year than they thought they would, and it gets a little carried away, and then, you know, all the value from kind of the bonus points goes away due to the compound interest of debt. Right, so... Let's let's. So I told you about a little bit about the cautions. Um, now, 
um, of course, the, the the opportunity is amazing. You know, if you if you have your game on and you you're comfortable with it, you have where to spend the money. You're not taking risks. You're not being irresponsible. So you would have a plan. You would have a spreadsheet of which cards you want to sign up for and uh, put in put in the links. And then you sit down and you you do your apparama. Is to do it all in one day. I don't know if it's, it's. I don't know if we'll have time on this podcast, but there's ways to limit the amount of credit pulls you're you're gonna they're gonna show up on your credit report. Traditionally, it's known as a multi-browser method. Um, basically, if you would let's say sign up for three American Express cards in one day, it would typically only show up as one credit pull on your credit report. Whereas if you would sign up for one card today and another card in three days and another card three days later. It would show up as three separate polls, which is a little bit uh, not as good for your credit report. You would have all the cards you want to get, and you would just sit down for an hour or two and do your apparama. You would sign up for those cards and monitor them, hope, hope you get approved instantly. If not instantly, you would wait or call them to see if you can get approved, and you would track your spending. So you would plug in all the cards to the spreadsheet, when you get, I when I get the card, I actually put the numbers in the spreadsheet like this. I don't have to always keep on typing it into wherever I'm spending the money. I would just copy and paste it, and then I track. And then once I'm done to spend on that card, I go to the next card. I don't, I don't. If I have five thousand dollars to do on one and five thousand on another, I usually finish the spend on one and then go to the other. It makes it easier, and. You you can you can tweak it to how you you're comfortable with it, but the bottom line is you need some sort of system. It cannot be all in your in your mind because it's going to get tricky and you're going to lose track. Yeah, I think this kind of illustrates succinctly the the issue that a lot of people have, which is you know they don't have these systems or strategies in place. So it seems you know pretty overwhelming. It seems like it could lead to disaster or debt pretty easily. But, you know, if, you, if you're talking with a professional, talking with someone that really knows their stuff, and you can kind of learn from them on how they do it, uh, it seems, from, from my very biased perspective, you know, fairly easy. And, you know, unless you're already making hundreds and hundreds of dollars an hour, just like a kind of a, a no-brainer for someone that doesn't even necessarily, you know, need to be doing a ton of travel to make it worth their time. Right, right absolutely. You know, you've got to be comfortable with it. Like I said, it's not. There's no. There's no system that's the system. It's just you have to have a spreadsheet. You have to plug in things like the date you signed up for this card. Another box can be what's the minimum requirement um, and how. What's the welcome offer? What is the card number? What is the date you finish the spend? And then you can mark off when the bonus actually posted. You can add in things like username and password to that. You know, if, if you're signing up for an American Airlines Advantage card, then you'll want to put in another uh, box of your login information to American Airlines or your login information to the bank, to, to City Cards or, or Barclays Bank, whichever card issuer you have. What else? That's That's the idea. I mean... It's a simple thing of tracking your spend, knowing when it's done, making sure you're meeting the pay, you're keeping up to pace. And of course, goes without saying, 
paying the paying the cards off in due time, make sure not to accrue uh, any interest. So to be to be fair, you know, give some balance. You know, there there are benefits, but it also could not work out well potentially, especially if you're not getting the right guidance. Do you have any people in your personal network that maybe you know tried to churn a little too ambitiously and then found themselves in debt or found themselves not getting the bonus and you know stressed out or you know what do you know do you know anyone where they they made a mistake by trying to churn too much? Yeah, I'd say so. I I, I don't know of a bunch of examples, but thinking of just conversations I've I've had in the past of people that were complaining about. You know, they, they just missed the 90-day the threshold. They, they spent it, but it didn't post or things like they, they waited till the last second and uh, or they thought they met, they met the $3,000 threshold, but they really only spent 2900 and they're trying to appeal it and things like that um, where it could have been avoided if they were properly on top of it. Parenthetically, you know, of course, things could go wrong, even if you're the most organized, but Things like that or things, uh, you know, times where they may have not been eligible for the bonus, you know, they may have had this product in the past and they were not eligible um, and they somehow understood that they were eligible and they went the lengths to spend the money and they did not get the bonus or they're holding a few days before the the 90-day time frame to spend the money and they haven't spent a bunch of it and they're they're up against the wall to you know not sure how to spend it or they spend it on things they don't need things like that could happen and it have happened to people i know but more often than not it's a winning situation it's a it's a good situation mm-hmm. you know but just again just be on top of it, be responsible, be honest with yourself and do it just like any other business transaction that you would want to set up for success with, you know, thought out and with a plan and and everything like that. Yeah. I think that's good advice for most. And I'm, I'm going to be perfectly honest. I've actually, I don't know if I've ever used a spreadsheet to keep track of like minimum spends and getting bonuses. I have a spreadsheet that I integrated later kind of just to keep track of all the different cards and more just to, to know when I should cancel or, you know, call to try to get the annual fee waived. But, you know, even if you have, like, three cards, if you're already going to spend that amount of money and you can have just, like, a rough tally in your head of how much it is and you can check the account summary, you know, I've always found it a pretty manageable thing to do. So it's, I think, a lot about just, like, knowing yourself and knowing what, like, the kind of emotional costs of it are. And, you know, I, I definitely acknowledge that I think, you know, Jason and myself are are probably like, you know, le- less qualified to, um, you know, understand maybe like the serious mental and emotional costs dealing with this because it's kind of easy and fun for us where I don't think that's the case for the majority of people. <laughs> that's true. Zach. That's true. Putting the, putting things in a spreadsheet really helps. It just helps you, helps you in many ways. It's just all on paper. You, you don't have to keep on thinking about it. You just, any doubts, you just refer to your spreadsheet. So it's not, it just takes away some of the worries and the thought, thoughts going through your mind, in my, for, for me at least. Yeah. Well, again, so, you know, to, to each their own, I haven't had any issues thus far. I don't think I've had a single car that I've accidentally forgot to cancel. But, you know, that your, your results will definitely vary.
Right, of course. Well, yeah, we'd uh, we'd love to hear kind of your your thoughts and trials and tribulations on churning. You know, any any horror stories from friends and family that tried that weren't able to, you know, make it work for themselves, or you know, success stories of getting a ton of cards at a time in your life when then you were able to travel where you otherwise couldn't. We love we love hearing from the audience, so you know, please please write in to Zach at EasyPoint.me. And yeah, Jason, thank you. This podcast is made possible by EasyPoint, a new service that helps both small businesses and consumers formulate a personalized miles and points strategy. If you're interested in maximizing your earnings or have any questions, please check out our website at easypoint.me. Thanks and have a great rest of your week.